Hi everyone, this is the Jordan and you're listening to Phoenix FM with Stuart Pink. Yes, it is. And I'm delighted to say, joining me on the show, very pleased to welcome the Jordan. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm so very pleased with this. <laughs> it's great to have you on the show. Thanks for, for zooming in. Um, for our listeners, can you describe the backdrop we currently have you on? Oh, uh, well, we, we see the earth from the universe, <laughs> I guess. Well, and from your window. Yeah, <laughs> marvelous! I love that. That's so cool. Where are you? Where are you joining us from? I'm in in my home in Amsterdam. Oh, okay, cool, nice. On the other side of the world, lovely. Yes, kind of. Yes, <laughs> not quite the other side, but a bit further around, slightly to the left. Um, great. Obviously, fans will recognise you um, as the voice of Chart Top and Cara Emerald. Um, but you're back with an exciting new solo venture as the jordan um tell us a bit about how the jordan came about and what brought this all on oh well it's so difficult to summarize the whole thing you know because it was a gradual change and first of all i think everybody um who's listening needs to know it uh, cara emerald was a group so you can see it like this I was in a band and now I'm solo. And okay. yeah. That's easy so to understand. I, I, I can <laughs> see how this is a bit confusing since I had a female name and now I have a band name. Yeah. Probably that would have gone the other way around, but this is just the way it is. And I knew very early on in my career that one day would come where I would want to do something different as well. You know, Cara Emerald is, re- is, re- is a conceptual act. It all revolves around being in the 40s, 50s. It's very jazz-infused, and it was really, really cool, but I have more interests than that. And so I knew I wanted to, at some point, build something apart from that for myself. So I started to do that in a very early stage already. I think back back in 2012, I already started writing songs Back then with my guitar player, Beaver, who always joined me on stage as well, we would just play around in the studio. We would just, you know, write songs. And sometimes that will be for Cara Emerald, but sometimes we we just make something completely different just by accident sometimes even. Yeah. And, yeah. and that already got me thinking, okay, so I can also just do this. You know, I mean, it's not like I have to be a jazz singer. I have to do this type of genre so that already got me going and but we had such a huge success for years and years in a row and I enjoyed it so much so there was really never room to actually really think about it until we got to kind of like I think it was 2018 when we did that was actually the last tour I did uh because we we kind of like we had released two full albums um total and that was great, but the last album is from 2013. And we kind of didn't really uh, have any inspiration left for anything else. So this was the first moment where there was room because we weren't yeah. going to another studio album. We had time because, you know, we did touring and it was great, but there's time in between. So this is the first moment where I realized, okay, where I decided... I'm going to do this for myself. And I really had no clue 
how to start <laughs> with it. Because <laughs> we, as a group, we also had our own label. We had our own management. We had our own publishing. Everything was in-house. And as, as me, I had nothing. So yeah. there was no management. There was nobody to help me. And that was scary, but also, I guess, good. It was good for me to start from scratch because in the end, if you do things like these, it needs to come from the music, right? So yeah. I, I I remember calling people saying, okay, I want to write with different people, but I don't know how to find them, you know? It, it, I felt <laughs> stupid because I had been around for so long and I really didn't know how to do this. Because I've always worked with the same team to write songs too, but I wanted to work with other people, you know? There's yeah. so many great people around. So it started with that. And I wrote a lot of songs, really a lot of crap songs too. And then <laughs> some great songs. And, you know, and gradually because, yeah, that this just went one step at a time. At some point, I also made good songs like, okay, wait, because what I wanted the most was to write songs that are about me, about what moves me and everything I yeah. have to say. You know? So I wanted to write my own lyrics and, and, and what genre wasn't really not that important. So I guess that's it for Carl Remold. It was very much, it had to fit a format and you probably had yes. all this stuff over this time that was outside of any category. Exactly. And, you know, and that was also what's so strong about that. So I didn't want to touch that, you know, that's just mm. great. But now there's a whole world out there that I can explore as a musician. And I just created that space for myself and, and gradually, and it took years to, because one thing I knew, there's only one shot really, right? I mean, I can't just go yeah. and put out a load of crap. So it needs to be good. Um, and that took time because I, I was new to everything. You know? Also, also leading the project and finding a producer and finding the, uh, the songwriters and, and building a new, yeah, kind of building a new image. Just what will it look like? What, what what's my identity as an artist? That took time. That's amazing to think that someone who's, who's had the success you had with Carver Emerald um, is then in the position of having to go out and find all these new contacts and start, almost start again. And what would your yeah. advice be to someone? I mean, obviously there are musicians who have done that before. What would your advice be looking back? How, how did you kind of get through that initial break of, okay, we're going to do this? Well, I, I don't know. It was horrible sometimes. Honestly, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to advertise. You have to be like, I think somewhere inside me, there's a really strong belief that what I do and what I, that my talent is is unique and I but but I have a million voices in my head telling me that I can't do it. So I guess I kind of try to ignore them. But this went I went up and down with this, honestly. I mean, there were yeah. times I felt I don't know what I what I'm doing, what I'm and I felt I was I was giving something up. And like you're you've got the world. What do you need? You know, but in the end. I just wanted to get back to why I started to be a musician in the first place. And yeah. that's, I just want to sing from my heart. So, and I've, and I, I've been singing for 30 years already and I lost the passion. I lost why I did it. 
And that is the most important to me thing to me in the world. So that's what I where I went for. And I also just told myself, if other people can do it, then why the hell can can't I, you know? So yeah. that's I, I just kept on going and I have just a lot of people around me that are really like my friends, they would help me, you know, motivate. But if there's just a lesson, then if there's something I can advise, if there's in in um in in Dutch, you would say if there's a will, there's a way. Is that an expression? Oh yeah, okay. There's a will. Yeah, we've got that. Yeah, there's a will. There's oh, a way. There is only it can take time. It can go up and down. But if if you'll get there, if you really want to, yeah. Keep at it. Lovely. Uh, so this really is your story. Um, what we're getting here with with the Jordan. I know it's taken you a lot of time to write it, produce it, put it together. Um. And, and work on it what's it now like to finally be able to share it with the world it's amazing but it's amazing and it's scary at the same time <laughs> and i'm gonna have to sell this to everyone you know like okay, you were know, a superstar what are you doing now and why and and what the hell is this music you know because it's different <laughs> people are gonna some people are gonna hate it and some people are a lot of people are loving it thank god but yeah yeah. But yeah, so it's so it's it's good. It's a big release. I've been looking forward to this for a long time and I've just done my first couple of shows and that's why I'm doing it, you know. I in the end want to just have these people in front of me singing my songs and that is yeah. the best feeling in the world. And that is so rewarding. So, yes, it's 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 an amazing journey. Lovely to hear you back in front of crowds and enjoying the the passion of of performing it live. What's it been like bringing some of these songs to life on stage? Yeah, again, that's that's just really scary. And then, I, you know what? What is something that I don't have any experience with is to write a song that is so honest because a lot a lot of these songs are very very honest, and it's it's confronting to myself yeah. as well. And if I sing them on stage and I hear myself, because I also have these skits with um, with spoken word in them and I, I, and we play them on stage and you hear, I hear myself talk. And, and last time I was on stage this weekend, I, that just got me crying. I felt so incredibly vulnerable because this is my heart poured out. Yeah. You know, and get, you can't get any deeper than this. And it's beautiful and scary at the same time. Incredible to do it. It was. It must really be um, quite, a, quite a, like you say, an emotional thing, but a scary thing to do um, yes. to share that with the world after having written it. Is there more to come and the more stuff you've been working on that you're, you're sort of thinking, we'll, we'll yes. do that in the next wave? <laughs> well, I am actually like, I'm already uh, working on the next album. I I was a bit afraid that this would be my kind of breakup album. And this was coming <laughs> from something that had built up, you know, like all these frustrations that I've had for years about a lot of things. But And I put them all to words into these songs and I was afraid that I would stop, you know, but it's, 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 it's still there. And I, I'm, I, I'm doing sessions all the time and I've already um, created new songs. So I'm working on a second album. I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm just getting started really. Nice. That's what we want to hear. Fantastic. From what we've heard from the, the music so far as the Jordan, it's a little darker. Um, I think I read somewhere the word cinematic, which is so yeah. true. 
Um, you mentioned the lyrics and the, the poetic approach you've taken to some of that. Um, all part of the new album, Nowhere Near the Sky, which comes out in February the 10th. Um, what else have we got to look forward to on the album that we haven't already heard? Well, oh God, there's there's a, there's six songs out now and there there are a few to follow because there's 12 songs on the album and three skits. Oh, wow. So to listen to, yes. And I've got uh, upcoming, I've also have this, which is one of the key tracks, I think, for this album is called Catwalk. Is a song that I wrote with one of my big songwriting heroes, Egg White. Oh, and, wow. Nice. And the lyrics are amazing and they describe so much my complex relationship with with the audience and with uh, being a celebrity and, and needing needing the audience, but at the same time feeling always awkward being in the spotlight like that. It's it's one of my yeah. favorite songs on the album. So that uh, that's upcoming, and I will be playing my f- very first show in the UK in London, uh, Bush Hall, on uh, the seventeenth of March. Brilliant! Can't wait to see you there doing your thing. Oh, that would be great. That you you be... all have to come. Oh, all of us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The entire studio <laughs> will be there, front center. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. The album features a whole bunch of uh, collaborations and stuff. Um, what's it been like working with other people and sharing your uh, personal uh, songs and journey with with some of those people? Yeah, that was like this has been years in the making. So this was also me searching, um, searching for you know what's it going to be and what kind of songs do I want to make? And you can see if you read the credits, you're going nuts because every song has a different set of credits and there's there's a lot of names in there. A lot of songs were rewritten. Some of them were rewritten three or four times, you know, because I was yeah. not satisfied yet. And I was like, oh, I need to get it somewhere else and it needs this. <laughs> so this is a result of my search. And But what it does to me in the end because I've always felt so insecure and about my, I guess, yeah, I guess about all of all other talent besides singing itself. Like I couldn't have a vision or anything, but if I see that label copy, it also makes me really proud for working with all of these people. And the one connecting line is me. Yeah. So you brought it all and- together. That's, that's for a reason, you know, so I, it makes me really proud that I'm so, I feel so much like the, like owning the project, you know, owning what I made. So I'm just really happy and I'm, I'm continuing to work with other people because they give me so much energy and, and I, I just love that so much, you know. And I also just really want to give a shout out to David Coston, who has been the producer for this uh, album and who has been my hero really i've leaned on him <laughs> in so many ways and he's, he's helped me a and r the entire thing and feedbacking on everything he wasn't easy on me you know but yeah i need that very much and that was just incredible yeah the best thing to do to, to challenge you and bring you out your shell and yes um... exactly and he had really understood it but he he put me in a safe spot to do so you know yeah brilliant so nowhere near the sky it comes out february the 10th absolutely lovely uh one of the tracks we've been playing loads on phoenix fm is the temptation track um i 
really like it. Uh, what can you tell us about this one and what in particularly kind of um, yes. inspired it? Oh, well, I was, I think I, it was inspired. Uh, I was, I was in London with Steph Marciano uh, working the two of us at the studio. And I, I think I brought in the track Overload by Sugar Babes. I wanted, I really love break. Oh yeah. I wanted something up tempo. So she made something and I made the, we made, but we only had half a day, I remember, because we already had uh, made a song the day before, but I had to catch a train or something. So I think we only had a couple of hours, but we just kind of fixed this and threw it in the air. And I remember it had a great chorus, but the verse was not really. So later on, I finished this one actually with David Coston. So we wrote a verse and a pre-chorus with this. And that really lifted the song because the, the the chorus was already great. And back then, I I, I wanted to make something. But to me, it has always been like this feminist anthem. Like I wanted to write this chorus about four women about freeing ourselves from all this. This we've always feel so. Um, like uh geez sometimes i can't find the word in english like like we have to hold back you know yeah like we stand in line and do what everybody else is telling us not all women of course but i think i know a lot of women that do tend to kind of put themselves in the background because i guess we're taught to and i want to quit doing that <laughs> you know i just want to put myself <laughs> in front and not just in front also behind a driver's wheel you know yeah. Be in charge. And and this song is so much about that, about freeing ourselves and just we don't want a war, we just want space and we have to take it. It is such an empowering track. I think it's wonderful. Um we will stick it on in just a moment. Um lovely. Caroline, thanks so much for joining us. I can't wait to see you on tour in March. Um London. Shout out again for the date and, and where you're gonna be. It's going to be March 17 in uh, Bush Hall. Excellent. Get there early, get down the front. And, yes. Uh, we'll have a dance. Hope to see you all. Brilliant. Good luck with the album when it comes out. And thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Thank you. See you soon. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that chat half as much as I did. Before you go, there are hundreds more great conversations like this one available to listen to anytime for free on the Now You're Talking podcast. It would really do me a huge favour if you gave this podcast a review wherever you're listening to it. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't already and share it with your friends. Oh, and I'd love it if you popped me a follow and a message on social media too. You can find me on every platform you're on, uh, all under the same username, at StuPink, S-T-E-W-P-I-N-K. Or you can get in touch on my website, stuartpink.com. I mean, it's challenging to tell the whole story in a short amount of time, but I think yeah. it went well. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Just a, just a question, like um, Phoenix FM is... is where where is that uh, based? Uh, we're in um, Essex near London. Um, ah, okay, cool. But yeah, yeah a lot of people nice. imagine we're from America with that name, but uh, no, we're. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is a bit confusing. Yes. <laughs>